Hi, I'm Ash Strong, and you're listening to Pass the Pepper Podcast, a series exploring food and beverage and conversation with influential people of color within the entertainment and creative industries. We'll be sharing food palette, cultural upbringing, health habits, and grocery essentials at the acclaimed restaurant My Two Cents in LA. I'm so excited to share this project with you. This episode is featuring Latif. His career is aiming to provide brands the resources to make their voices heard, striving to be not only a creative management business, but also a creative entity in its own right, building a family created for the front line of the next cultural revolution. Connect with him at onlyfamily.us. Latif and I shared lifestyle choices, cultural differences he learned while touring, and ultimately routines on keeping a healthy balance. Check it out. Adjustments to your, di- to your diet or felt like a change when you yeah. started certain things? Um, I mean, recently I've been doing like the slow carb diet thing. Okay. So like, I kind of just eat protein, litmus, which is like beans. Okay. I'm saying that word right, yeah. And veggies. So I do like spinach, chicken, asparagus. Um, you it's just it. Yeah, cooking. I've been cooking like, I made a resolution to cook at least like 85% of my meals at home. There you go. There you go. In LA, it's so hard. It is hard. It is it's so hard. hard. My friend walked into my house today and was like, it doesn't look like you use your kitchen much. And I'm like, I'm doing the podcast. Like, I swear, I've just been eating out because of the podcast. I usually don't eat bread during the week, but I'm here saying no to Barbara. So you're making it a different. Like, who can say no to Barbara? Yeah, it's like, I mean, I. It's definitely like what the lifestyle change for me. Um, you're doing great. I've lost weight. I've been working out more. Yeah, you look good. Yeah, thank you. You look really good. And it's just more like a feeling, too. Right. I've always been itty-bitty, but I know that, like, if I didn't have this metabolism, I would yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. still be like, I was unhealthy. Yeah. It didn't matter that I was small. I was like, I was unhealthy. So, moving into that, and especially as we get older, like... It starts, it's an everyday thing. Yeah, yeah, I notice that people like, I would be like, okay, we're going to eat cheap today, but then later in life, you're going to be paying for it. And these are things like, these little sample things are like a dollar yeah. at the store. So instead of going to the dollar menu at, exactly. at McDonald's, I'm going to try to make myself available to the things that yeah, I Yeah, and like, as long, like, once you start in that direction, I feel like you're, you kind of got it. Like last night, I left the studio to like 4 o'clock. In the morning, and I take I eat like uh, an edible. In in the past, if I was like coming home on way home, I would like something McDonald's, something like Jack in the Box. Uh-huh. I literally passed McDonald's, Jack in the Box, and Wendy's. Like <laughs> thinking about it and like didn't do it. And I woke up the next day feeling amazing. Like, thank God. <laughs> that would have been, I would feel like shit right now. You know? Willpower. Yeah. Exactly. Not bad at it. Yeah, I mean, if, when you start doing that stuff, is not food. I don't even get, I mean, at night. It's not food. It's just, it's more of like a, it's like drugs. It, there you go. It really is. It really is. Craving, I like watched, um, What the Health, that documentary. Yeah, Did you see it? And it was like, they were labeling it as like, an, it's like an endorphin that goes off right. in your head. Exactly. And you start to get, like, get into it. And I was like, this is a trick. But I was always like, I don't fuck with it. But I still, I'm not saying I never eat fast food. But at the same time, you know, like, there's so much more out there. Yeah, right, right. There's so much more out there. And um, I just love seeing it, seeing myself, like, how I feel the next day. Yeah. It's way, way better to feel Awesome. Thank you so much. The greens, my girl was like, I have never, ever, ever tasted some of those like that. Okay, we'll do a quick post, a little quick tap. I've never done that. <laughs> That's 
That's really good. It actually kind of tastes like my mom. My mom puts red peppers in my things too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where's your family from? The East Coast. My mom, well, my dad is born in North Carolina. And then moved to Massachusetts when he was a kid. And my mom is from Orange, New Jersey. Was there like a sure. bodega lifestyle or growing up? I mean, in the cold growing up, did you guys have to like stock up on food and like? Yeah, in LA. No, I mean growing up when you did you grow up? I didn't grow up in that cold. Oh, gotcha. They moved over here. My parents met. They moved out here. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. My dad went to um, film school at USC. No. Or graduate school. No. So they moved. They both moved out here. They met up. Uh, they nice. never left. Nice. So you're California, like you're LA, but like, well, I'm an LA kid for yeah, sure, yeah. Like that's not a doubt. But that's like definitely still predominantly like Latino area, you say? Mm -hmm. You grew up with like taco trucks and mm -hmm. all that as a kid. I'll never, like, I'm like, anyone that doesn't eat taco trucks, if you're not in LA, like, if anyone's like, I don't eat taco trucks, I'm like, what? Like, that will never not be. Like, if you pass, yeah. if you pass up Jack and Bucks, all that in the middle of the night, but you will stop taco at, truck. at a yeah. taco truck. <laughs> I will stop at a taco truck. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, tacos. Pass the Pepper is brought to you by Core Shots, the original raw shot, a daily hit of nutrition-packed refreshment directly from Malibu, California. Cold-pressed in small artisanal batches, each shot is made from locally sourced produce hand-picked from small farms in Malibu and Hawaii by founder Jordan Redimer. Every ingredient packs its own punch. From Zingy Ginger's digestive properties to anti-inflammatory turmeric, from vitamin-rich sea buckthorn berry to deeply cleansing activated charcoal, the Core Shots routine is an easy choice. Simply shake me, shoot me, feel me. After partying, after like, like drunken nights and stuff. Is it next like, to an arcade? I feel like I've eaten there. You probably have. It's next. Okay, it moved next to arcade. Yeah. Yeah. The new spot that, is that next was a spot. Like, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, being yeah. like, because I was like hanging out with some Eagle Rock folks and uh, all that area. And I was That's like, like, if you know Filipinos, you got to <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I didn't know how to be like, it ain't a Belchie right now, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, it reminds me a lot. So I grew up in the Bay Area, which was like outside. It was near Oakland, but it was outside. It was Fremont East Side. Um, so it's like Union City, Fremont, Oakland, and Hayward. All that is all the same thing. But we definitely had our mix of like nationalities outside of Afghanistan. Fremont has the biggest population of Afghans. Really? Yeah. There was like a crew that used to go by the fags. It was just like the Fremont Afghan gang. Like this is what I grew up with. So I feel like. Yo, we can't be out because the fags are out. Like, like literally, the gang called the fags. The fags, like it's like. But like, as a kid, you're just like, like really? That's a crazy yeah. game. Yeah, like, really, like I mean, people were like, what the heck? But at the same time, like, they definitely still were pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been gangster though, but call themselves the fags. But I remember just growing up like with all kinds of food around me. Like I never was like very just like just soul food or just that and like even if we were going to go out to eat I always feel like 
my family would never go out to be like, let's have soul food. Like, or if, even if my right. friends, my Filipino or my like, Asian friends would be like, well, you want to eat soul food? Like, nah, like, we can have it at my house. Like, yeah, yeah, my mom yeah, yeah. makes something for us. Right. Like, no one right. really ever wants to go out. So once I found this yeah. place, I was actually pretty happy to be like, okay, I'll eat this. It's just a so, good take on it. But yeah. um, the culture around it is just like, like um, soul food definitely is like, uh, has a, a good notation to me and then also a really bad for me because one it's it was derived around what the leftovers leftover slave slave food and it's just then become our cuisine and that's just like I mean we're resilient it shows our culture is resilient we make something out of nothing like I'm down to show how strong we are as a a race and as a people and just in this restaurant right now I would even say it's like over 70% people non non color so it's definitely still a thriving part but I just want people to actually realize like the roots of it and how it still could be transcribed as like segregation in that way Uh, of course there's all the movements going on there's there's, like people trying to revoke the name soul food I'm like no one's gonna come back into history and and make it called soul food the soil food things that actually are derived from Africa to be given that soil or soil, soul, not fried chicken and grits and things like that that are like processed. soul food is like we take it how we want. I mean, right? it, it, the word of it all because it got the word because soul music was coming out, and that was like the easiest transition for cultures to merge together. And so then it kind of just became the title of the food. But at the end of the day, it is a, a connotation of just like the leftovers. And so there's there's people that are yeah. making movements on, on trying to get it to be something else more respected in the sense too. That, I swear if I hear something like, oh, you like fried chicken and watermelon, like, that's, a, that's, a, that's I a mean, the Pepper Podcast is a brand affiliate and sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic makes drinking mushrooms delicious and easy to do. The mushroom coffee, superfood blends, and elixirs come in single-serve packets, which are convenient to add to any tea, smoothie, or recipe. The amazing benefits of mushrooms have been studied for centuries. The functional medicinal mushrooms help us live healthier and more enhanced lives. Time Magazine named 2018 the year of the shrooms, with health benefits relating to energy, inflammation, cell phone activity, and even lowering blood sugar. Four Sigmatic founder Taro is passionate on exposing the advancements connected to the kingdom of fungi. Let's not keep shrooms under the radar, as I feel strongly about the nutritious properties. From generation to generation, everyone head over to foursigmatic.com and use promo code PASSTHEPEPPER for 15% off. And share with your family and friends. Hashtag on shrooms. Yeah, studio, you're kind of like no regular 9 to 5 kind of thing, so how do you, do you, you don't meal prep, or you grocery shop once a week, or what's the vibe? I grocery shop twice a week on Mondays so and Wednesdays. You're still solo, living solo, you got a girl, I'm what's roommate. the vibe? Roommate. Roommate. I'm a four-bedroom house. With a two-car garage, see me. Got a fence and a dog. No, I, um... You're still living for your, like by yourself though. I mean, living for 
feeding yourself. Feeding myself. Yeah, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm no stepmother feeding me and cooking for me or nothing like that. No. Um, yeah, food shop Mondays and Wednesdays usually. Um, yeah, my schedule is just all over the place. But I tend to wake up around the same time when I can, or when I wake up, I do the same thing. It's like I meditate, I read, and I write a little bit. Um, try to keep that consistent no matter where I am. Besides that, everything is just up there. Where have you traveled to recently? You been on tour or something? I actually recently stopped touring. In June last year, I was touring. I was tour managing my girl Toki Monster. Oh, right. about, yeah, for about like two, three years. We went everywhere together. Went to Bali, China, like 15 times. Uh, Indonesia, Mongolia, which was crazy. Mongolia was really lit. Uh, Hong Kong. Was that your spot? You're like, shout out Mongolia. Yeah, shout out Mongolia. You split up because you know why? Because it was like the past. First of all, we get we take the small ass plane to get there, and like you're flying over this like just beautiful land, like horses running everywhere, and it looks like the 18th century. Like you're like, what the fuck is this? So you land, then it starts hailing in one part of the airport. It was really bizarre. We land, people. I guess the Mongolian, they don't really wait for anybody, so everyone got up at the same time and just like pushed through. You know, like the airport, you do like one by one. It's and still an aggressive way. thing in the city. Yeah, yeah like, but there's people wait. Yeah, like, there is a waiting. Your turn. Like, the aggressive is like the person next to you. Here, they're just like, boom. Gone. It was, I had to like. You were mobbing. You were like, 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 these are my folks. Yeah. Like, mom, y'all. Exactly. And then they, they pick us up in a stretch Hummer limo. Oh, like it's, like it's 1999. <laughs> it was, it was so fun. And like the kids there, they're just like us, but like not like us at all. Because I was eating, I was eating, and I asked this kid, I was like, "Are you hungry? Because we get free food. Are you want some food?" Yeah. That's not a kid. He's like a who's guy at the party. He's like, no, I just had a whole goat. But that's like him and his family just ate a whole goat, which you don't hear in America at all, right? So there's that, and it was, it was just super fun. It was like, I, it was really, really fun. Do they have refrigeration? I was talking to another homie on another episode who was saying, like, Nigerians eat for the day. And yeah. refrigeration is something that is just like such an American concept. And I, I guess I've been ignorant to be thinking of this. I've traveled, but I never thought about like how, of course, we are consumers and we have such like in bulk ideas. But like, I don't even cross my mind to be like refrigeration or like that family that ate that goat. They all ate it. He's cool. Like they ate every part of it, exactly. and that was it. There's exactly. no stopping. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. I'm sure they have refrigerators. <laughs> yeah, in concepts of like, but yeah. Sometimes like in, the, like in like the tourist area. But it wasn't really like developed at, at all. Like, at all. Um, everything I ate was super fresh. And the diet seriously is just like meat with like salad. They can't really grow veggies in their land. Got it. We had this traditional dinner. Went to like the king's house. No. And, like I put on like the. Yeah, I knew you were in there looking like a. The 
king I have a picture I'll show you. It's actually hilarious. You're like, I want to show you at my finest. Let me find it. But yeah, it was it was amazing. And they drink this 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 liquor that's fermented horses milk. And you can buy it on the side of the street. And they sell it in like two liter bottles, like, two, like a used Sprite bottle. And they sell it, and they ask you to bring the bottle back so they can sell it again. It was disgusting. It was the most disgusting they ever tasted, but they drink it and get like really drunk on it. It's like, it's crazy. It's probably because it's, it's not. It's It tastes like. It tastes like. Do you fuck with kombucha? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's horses milk, so it, it's like a little bit of a different kind of thing. So it's a little creamier, it's a little... Yeah, it was like, I don't want to like, I, I drank two cups of it, I was happy <laughs> to like, have it, you know what I'm saying? I was happy to have it, I was there, it was, it was, I was like grateful, but it tasted like cottage cheese and, and like... You know when you throw up in your mouth? Stop, stop, enough, enough. I never fuck with cottage cheese, and then you're just gonna go to the next one of like, I'm not gonna. It was a great experience. It was amazing. I think part of it is accepting that it's so much beauty in being black. And that's the thing that I guess I get emotional about because I've always known that. I've always been proud to be black. Never wanted to be nothing else. Loved everything about it. Just is such beauty in, in, in black people. And it really saddens me when we're not allowed to express that pride in being black. And that if you do, then it's considered anti-white. No, you just pro-black and that's okay. The two don't go together because you celebrate black culture does not mean that you don't like white culture or that you're putting it down. It's just taking pride in it. But what's irritating is when somebody says, you know, they, they are racist. That's reverse racism. Or they have a black history.